What's up, Cracking Aces listeners? You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days, and then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. Look at Brent Hanks. Look who it is. We're just going to run this episode. We're just we're not going to edit anything. <laughs> Hello Brent. I'm trying Hi. to take I'm trying to take in what I'm looking at. Is that a is that the world's largest coffee mug? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. That's a normal uh I mean, it's kind of yeah. large. No, I haven't you, seen this uh <laughs> this view is I know you're a tall guy, but it looks like you're short and it looks like your hands are massive with a massive coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not on my end. Yeah, it is. No, it's how? <laughs> really? Uh, no, it's it's great. And there's people. Oh, you're great. You're great. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. No, you're good. Oh. Does that change everything? Yeah. It does, yeah. Let it's me see the, the mug. blurred background. I don't know. Who is that? Smitty, baby. Smitty. Good day, good day, good day. Yeah, great day. Where's uh, Where's Mincy? Mincy, Mincy operates on Mincy time where you tell, like, you have to tell him you're starting at 4.30, so he's here at 4.45. So it's 4.45. Say that again? Is he doing some food reviews? He's been doing a lot of those down south. Yeah, Mincy time is somewhere uh, in the space-time continuum between uh, dog years and hardcore uh, drug use and alcoholism. Like I was gonna one say just slows down and one just like speeds it all up. Dog ears and delusions is somewhere yeah. between there. The best, the my favorite part about Mincy's sugar free is is uh, ignoring all of the random things that he that taste delicious that have sugar in them that he's <laughs> refuses to uh, acknowledge that he eats I, like the, I mean, the like tweet, the barbecue sauce. The tweet of him with. Not exaggerating uh, mental math, 400 grams of sugar in front of him in a meal and him going still off sugar. You know how there's like Hall of Fame tweet Twitter accounts? That one should be posted every day because he was dead serious. That's not a bit. He's just like, I'm still off sugar. And there's, I mean, the beans, the barbecue sauce, just everything has sugar in it that he eats. Print is still implanted on my couch out there, by the way. When he just laid down, when you guys, <laughs> his whole body is there. We were enjoying a delicious brisket that you made on Fourth of July. Mincy came Great. in. I was thinking about that. Threw his bags down in your daughter's bedroom, and then just lounged on the couch. Yeah, and I, we thought for a while maybe killed the dog. <laughs> I didn't know that part of it. Yeah, no. Oh, that's right. You guys had left. Mincy stayed the night. Mincy, you crashed with me that night, right? Hi, I buddy. did. I did. Yeah. So the next day, our our little dog, we have two dogs. One is just completely missing. I was there for that. Yeah. Well, I know. And, and uh, turned, you know, we thought, oh, God, what's going on? Must have escaped. And Mincy had, I, I forget, you went outside for something and then started thinking that maybe you let the dog out. And there was this moment of guilt where you thought that our dog was was gone and that you may have lost the dog. But turns out the dog was actually just in the garage all night and slept out in the garage unknowingly and is alive to this day. Good. So yeah. Godspeed. Mincy, are you still sugar-free? I've been for two days before this week, but 
can't 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 say that I've been a hundred percent lately, but you know, my chin, you can see a little chin probably, eh, you know. <laughs> I don't see much of a chin. That's good. That's good. I'm working on it, but New Orleans well, not the place to eat healthy, probably. Nate's Nate's shaving his head, losing poker tournaments, and getting in face with people running fake promos for Pride Fest. Uh Pride Fest? Pride Fest. Is that Fire, Fire Fest. Firefest. That's Firefest. Yeah, yeah. I put. I I mispronounced things. I put Billy McFarland in a body bag today. Wait, there's an actual discourse of you guys going back and forth. So I'll I'll just. I wanted to talk about high stakes poker. No, no gamble, no future. One million dollar buy-in escalating blinds live on YouTube (laughs) on February seventeenth on the Poker Go YouTube at three thirty Pacific. Featuring I Am Maverick, Rob Young, uh, Rick Solomon of One Night in Paris fame, Patrick Antonius, the real MJ Poker, and Andrew Roble, who apparently it takes a million dollars to get him to do anything these days. Uh, there you go. Huge cash game, Brent Hanks. I Congrats on putting that together, and congrats on having it for free and joining society in 2023. That is massive for Poker Go. Yes, that is a uh, that feels slightly backhanded. Nate, per usual. It should feel strongly backhanded. I, I should have done better to make that more backhanded. You're right. Well, Smitty, Mincy, you guys are going to love the feature table coverage this year. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, going to have to sit this one out, pal. I might not have money to play it anyway because your dumbass company won't put us in, even though all we do is give you guys subscribers. But, yeah, tell us about this cash game. Well, I think you, you really uh, – my God, this is how we're going to start. Oh, Okay. Yeah, big game. Everyone's buying in for it. So it's a little bit, there's more to it. A million dollars is the cap. You can buy in for a million or you can only buy in. You have two bullets of 500K. Okay. Once you've lost it all, you are completely out. You're done. We're going to play escalating levels. So levels will be three hours each, two levels a day. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like a tournament cash game hybrid? It's a bit of a hybrid. We, we tested this a few years back on Poker After Dark. Um, but this, Eric Person actually sort of brought this back to life. And all, all credit to Eric Person because he this is his baby. Um, he helped organize a lot of the players. I brought Rick in. Uh, Rob Young has been trying to play a lot. So we've got Rob in there. And then he did his thing. Uh, Eric Person did. So it, it's fascinating. Uh the first level is 500, 500, 500. So already a huge game. That extra 500 being the, the, the big blind, big blind ante. Um, the last level on day three is going to be 1K, 2K, 4K. So the game will range from 555 to 124. And then all the levels that are going to be in between. And can you pick up and leave like a cash game at any point? Great question. Not only are they buying in for either a million or two bullets, 500K each, they're also posting $100,000 on the side. So there's going to be 600000 just kind of sitting there on the table or whatever they do with it. And the biggest winner at the end of day three will also collect $600,000 on top. Oh, wow. If you, wow. Quit, it, you have to play all 18 hours. We're going to do six hours a day. If you quit at all, if you're done, you are you forfeit your hundred k. Wow. Okay. So you can pick up a million, quit, but yeah. you're going to lose that hundred k. Yeah. Interesting. Smart. It's great. I like this. Very cool. Very different. Do you do you think someone in that lineup will pick up and be like, I, I don't need to go for it. Either they've lost too much. Like, have they all agreed that they will fire two bullets, or can they? Someone only fire one and be like, never mind. Well, you can you can start with 500, get all the way to day three, and essentially be the biggest winner without adding on that 500K, right? Can, so, can you add on the 500K at the, on the last level on day three? You can add that 500, that additional second bullet at any time. Wow. Any time, day one, day two, day three. You can, you can add on. Dude, um, great. Even, even if you're up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> even, even if you're up a lot, but that doesn't mean that you're winning more, right? Because you're, ju- you're just adding up. So now you're essentially in for your million, but you're still, you're still, your net is what it is. Oh, so not biggest chip stack, biggest winner. Biggest winner. Biggest got, it. got it. Got it. Got it. Who, who, who's the odds on favorite? 
Man, I, I, I have no idea. I, <laughs> they're all just creatures and animals and insane gamblers. And MJ to me is the real wild card because he, not a lot of people know a ton about him. He's very good at poker. He just came out with this training site called Hybrid Poker, which I think a lot of people know it's in the public now that that is what's taught Daniel Negreanu over the last couple of years. Um, okay, so-, so MJ Gonzalez is Negreanu's like GTO computer whiz coach? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Interesting. I did not put that together at all. And plays huge cash games, you know, plays a lot. But he's he's the most, I think, unknown of the group. Like Rick Solomon probably has no idea what to expect out of MJ, whereas MJ is going to know a lot about Rick coming in. Uh, person, Roble, and Rick, they play a pretty good amount in, in, in private games. They've got a lot of history with one another. Man. Where'd you get the idea for this uh, this game? All for the most part, all Eric person. This was his uh, sort of his idea. We've been talking about doing this for for months, and then finally we said, "Let's do it. Let's kick off No Gamma No Future." Uh, and then, as of last week, we got the green light that we're going to do it live on day one for a minimum of three hours. We're going to stream. I don't like what you just said, Brent Hanks. What? Live on day one. Yeah, day one live. What about day two? Well, you're going to have to wait till the episodes come out about a month later. <laughs> I'm teasing it. You get oh, that oh, Poker Go subscription, buddy. <laughs> I do. I use Jake's. Do it do all you, for free on YouTube. You use mine? Yeah. So does Owen. <laughs> start charging. <laughs> well, how is Netflix. Wait, is Owen still playing the game? Is he playing poker? Uh. I think he dabbles a little. I think he would like to play more. I, no. Owen, I don't know where he's at in life right now. Uh, he went to Tim Dillon that, I don't know what's public. That didn't work out. Oh, really? Oh, wow. But he's like with like another comedy podcast. Stuff like, Island, baby. Stuff I. They're Phillies. Philly people, right? Yep. Yeah, they're funny. Great stuff. They're hilarious. There's no reason why like they should not be like super famous. They should, and this is going back like 20 years, yeah, but they're good. Go ahead. But it's very fun. But that's where I was at now. So, Mr. Hanks, uh, what, what else, who, who else did you try or did Eric Person try to get in this game that said, no, I can't do it right now? Or maybe after they see it live on YouTube at 3.30 Pacific on February 17th, they'll be like, oh, wow, I, I wish I played. Like an Ivy or... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, you nailed one of them. Uh, there's a chance Ivy plays. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Eric's been playing with Ivy in Bobby's room in the big mix games for the last week, week and a half. So Ivy's fully aware of what's happening. It's just, you know, for Ivy, it's kind of it, – this is a hard game for anybody. It's not like there's a lot of soft spots in this thing. So we'll see. If Ivy does want to play, then someone's going to get the boot and oh. Ivy will come in and, and someone will be out. I have a take. Fuck Ivy. Like, if he doesn't say yes, I'll do it, then you don't boot anybody for him. First come, first serve. Ivy Ivy has to get in line. Uh, that, that's a good take. Yeah, bold take. I mean, yeah. I think it sets a bad precedent. Like, he didn't say yes. I don't think you can boot someone who jumped to this opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not how it's going to work. But, you know, how <laughs> – very yeah okay and he did a wpt thing instead of playing in the uh poker go uh finale that jason well, he's loyal to the soil man you know wpt is sponsors tim and he had to yeah, do this stop thing. rolling out the red carpet for him stop letting him cut in line well we're telling like we're putting up the million dollars i mean we're just it's phil it's phil ivy Nate. this is the greatest rating ever i'm phil Ivy's biggest fan i'm phil ivy's biggest fan but i still Ooh. believe in what's right and if he didn't say yes, and other What's people right? did. What is, what is this? What? This is America. What's right? I mean, okay. back me up here, Jake. What are y'all going to fight in Rough and Rowdy, boys? I mean, I, I, I don't agree with you. I, it's like a fun, it's it's pure, <laughs> for Poker Go, Poker Go doesn't, you know, they, they just want to put out the most entertaining lineup that they can put out. Okay. I, I now double down on my take. Ivy is not particularly entertaining. 
Maybe oh, not to you. <laughs> he's just a big, he's a big, I, I love Phil Ivey. I would blow him on the spot, but he's not the most entertaining guy to watch on these streams. Okay. Well, maybe entertaining is the wrong word then because he probably brings in more viewers than anybody else in that game. Correct. Besides, besides Owen, because when Owen was at the Poker Go feature table, had 15, 20,000 concurrent. So why don't we just put Owen on it? You just shit on Phil Ivey. I said I would blow him on the Multiple spot. Multiple times. You defecated all over his body. Smitty, back me up here. I mean, I do I, I, hey. I do agree. Like, it would suck to be, I, I don't know who you would boot. You don't have to say. But, like, it, it obviously would suck to be that that person. But, like, I don't I, know. I, oh, wouldn't be person. I don't agree with no, you. No, no, not, 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 not Eric person. Just that person who gets kicked off. Oh yeah. Well, I, one, I assume I, I Eric person would stay on. Yeah. yeah so Eric, it's Eric's team, which is great. So whenever the bad news has to happen, for once it doesn't come from me. It's going to come from Eric. He's going to do the the dirty work. There was somebody, feel, but there was somebody that was supposed to play, and we was going to be seven handed. But when we brought Rick in, Solomon. We had to cut it to six. Rick won't play seven-handed. He's a six-max guy, and that is just pretty much rule of thumb with Rick. Any show you've ever watched, he's six-max. So someone got the boot, although that other person didn't quite have the million lined up, so it worked out after all. Well, here's a question. I mean, it's going to be more entertaining with six anyways. Uh, I mean, all these guys are so used to playing – in private games with you know bullshit politics anyways they they're they're gonna understand yeah and, and one, one quick note on nate's phil ivy take i i don't 100 percent agree with them but i see where he's coming from when phil ivy's in the game like he's not he's not phil Helmuth. he's not spazzing at will he's not bringing in the low entertainment caliber denominator if that makes sense yeah He's bringing in the poker fans for sure, but you're coming just to see like entertainment at the table. I mean, it's better people you can go to than Phil. There's there's entertainment with you know the gimmicky stuff that's going to happen at the table, and then there's one of the biggest games that's ever been aired, and I think that's where Phil Ivey just sort of like, hey, buddy, yeah, you're Phil Ivey. You, you've got a seat if you okay. want to. Phil Ivey should get an invite to this game. Yes. Yeah. That, I know it's not going to start out like this, Brent, but do you know if there's ever been um, $6 million on the table before in a stream game? Good question. I uh, Aside from maybe the Triton games that they ran that aired, I think they were playing like 2K, 4K, 8K Euro. Huh. Uh, I mean, th- there was a ton of money on the table there. As far as the United States is concerned, I don't think this that anything has ever been bigger than what this will end up, you know, being on day three, especially. But my assumption is that, I mean, Jake, you're you're very much a, a poker guy. Wouldn't you think everyone's going to come in for five hundred and save that second bullet, you know, for day two, day three if they need it? So Sorry. I think we're going to have three million on the table. What What did you say the uh, What did you say the blinds start at? Five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, five hundred. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't know. I, I would guess like it was a complete guess, but I would guess person and Rick Solomon buying for a million, and then maybe yeah. like Robel follows. Yeah, I don't know, it's just a complete I, guess. I, have no idea I, I know that I know that they're gonna want to, um, you know, they're gonna want to make it the highest stakes possible and have as much money on the table as they can, uh, especially with it being Eric's game. Uh, or his idea so maybe he just buys in for the full million right away just to be a badass um well brent how put in stone or so like you can watch a stream and you know they'll start playing 100 200 and then the game you know five hours later is four eight or five like you know like they just keep raising stakes how in stone are these rules or can they say hey let's add another bullet let's add you know make it a 1.5 mil potential buy-in are they allowed to do that if they all agree I think yes and no. Um, they all know the terms coming in that it's a million dollars. That's your that's your max. That's also your essentially your min in a way, um, and that you can't add any more money to the table. Where it's going to get interesting is, uh, do they want to add a level or do they want to you know change a level and play a little bit bigger because five five one is too slow. Let's just go to one you know to one two two something like that. And it's a cash game, so. 
they can pretty much do whatever they want in a cash mm -hmm. game. It's not a tournament where you're just constantly, you know, really trying to abide by the tournament format that's in place. Well, it, it, it is, but, but there's, it's, it's going to be hard to, uh, it's going to be hard to change the buy-in rules when there's 600,000 in, in prize money to be won. Cause there is a, some strategy that goes True. into how you play the biggest stack. I think it's just going to be, everyone's agreed as is what the terms yeah. are, the format of the show and, and what's going to, and they're just going to come in and they're going to play. And, that, that's, and that's awesome. Gonna, yeah. I, think it's, I can't wait to watch it. Who, who's the bigger draw? And this is a serious question. And me and Rampage talked about it and we couldn't figure out an answer. Uh, Phil Ivey or Brad Owen? Who's the bigger draw based on what, where, where's your audience? Just like at the entire universe? YouTube. YouTube. Um, I, think, I think that's a loaded question for YouTube. YouTube, it's obviously Brad Owen. I agree. I would think. Yeah. I Universe-wise, it's Phil Ivey. Ivy's been on TV for 30 years. Yeah, of course it's Ivy. If you NBC at 2 a.m., Phil Ivy. For people to get interested in poker, like streaming on you, like a cash game on YouTube, it has to be Brad Owen. I don't know. I think your easiest thing is to just compare compare streams where you've had Ivy streams and you've had Brad Owen. Like look at the most recent, was it the WPT where Owen was there? Just just find cash game streams and you'll be able to, to determine it by the numbers. I really don't have a good answer there. I would I understand you're saying Brad Owen because he's such a big YouTube personality and vlogger, but I still think Phil Ivey demands views very similar to what Helmuth and Negreanu do when they're there. Numbers just balloon when mm -hmm. these guys are on stream, even if it's just on YouTube. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh speaking of that though, any more plans, any plans to get like uh the Mr. Beasts and those guys into a game. Man, I've been trying with, with Mr. Beast. It is, is, uh, it's been hit or miss. I'll get an early, like, yeah, this sounds good. And then the closer you get to it, uh, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to play. So I, it'll happen. I just don't, I, I don't know when he wants to play and we have a firm commitment from him. We'll make sure the studio is ready and we'll get him in there. We'll have Mr. Beast game. I thought we were going to do a beast versus Barstool. Wasn't that sort of a? Uh, I, mean, I mean, I don't think he would play our low stakes, and uh, I don't, I, I don't think he cares enough about Barstool. <laughs> you know, he, he's curing cancer out there. Yeah, so, or blonde, they are making blonde people see. It's insane what he's doing. So, I, I, if you guys get him in, it will be the biggest thing in the world. You know, it's just Mr. We'll get him. We'll get him. He's been, he's been playing with, uh, he's been playing with Helmy and sort of their their oh, game. That's yeah. tough. They're all close. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course they're close. Mr. Beast is a worldwide name. Phil wants right in on that. Yeah. Hi, Phil. How are you? Well, I was with Mr. Beast yesterday. It's, what? That's not what I asked at all. <laughs> that guy is one of a kind. What else you got for me, Dave? Come on. You're, you've got so many great questions. Who else can we? We haven't had you on in a while. I wanted to start the new year right with a little B Hanks. And then you put out that lineup yesterday, million dollar cash game, escalating levels live on YouTube, February 17th at 3.30 Pacific. So it's like, who better than B Hanks? One-time bracelet winner, people forget to have on the show. I don't I was watching that heads up. I definitely don't forget. Who did he beat, Mincy? Jake Baisley. I did not know that. You led into the game. Brent, you ever think about you are like an online legend, like like OG, old school mm -hmm. legend guy? Do I ever think of? Say it again. Do I ever, you ever think, think about like that? your glory days? Like, oh, who doesn't miss the glory days? They, you know, of course. What made you want to stop? You know, grinding like that. Like, why don't you get in, back into the high stakes MTT game? Like, work on your solvers. And I, you know, I don't think it works like that. Well, one, I've got three kids running around. Two. You don't just hop back in. You gotta, you gotta put in so much time. Anyone that tells you that they're just gonna get back into the game and they're not actually studying and looking at all the tools that are available out there, they're they're just drawing stone dead. You're saying you don't have the time? No, not really, man. Didn't 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 you just hop into a uh, a poker go cup event? It's not. We got to bring up the recent. Yeah, I did, and I was drawing dead, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If Rampage can win a 25k, B Hanks can't win a 25k. 
I know you still got some tricks. We still got the tricks up the sleeve, but honestly, I mean, it's it. A lot, of, a lot of the small blind events, you'll be just fine. But you're going to play 10k plus events. These guys are they're different animals out there. They, they really are. You you picking Insane. stuff up from broadcasting them though? Yeah, I mean, you see a lot, and then you if you, <laughs> I, I think Jeff's actually really good about it. He'll he's got his laptop up, and he'll run hands while they're while they're happening, and just kind of like look at the spot. So I'm like, Jeff, you know, you're play-by-play, and you're just running the spot right here. You're trying to figure out if this was good, bad, you know. Dude, what does the solver say? We've talked about it, but Jeff Platt's whole, like, I'm just a happy-go-lucky commentator days are over. He's, like, a legit, like, studying solver suit. Like, he's probably going to, like, crush this summer if they don't make him, you know, do the broadcasting gig. Uh, or if he doesn't want to, I guess I mean, but yeah, that, that guy loves the game now, huh? Like he's upset. Sky's the limit for Jeff because he's getting very good at poker. He works hard at it. He's got, and he's obviously incredible with, you know, with broadcasts. And I think he's even better when he does the sideline reporting and that sort of, you know, the police stand up routine. He's better there than he even is in the booth and he's outstanding. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jeff just, he's living, living the dream. You know, he's out here solo, single, in Vegas, got his own spot, very, very well financial, uh, sort of, uh, he, Jeff is, Jeff's my hero. Yeah. I, agree. I, I got a lot of respect for him too. Yeah. Yeah. He's the man. You're so still my hero, Brent Hanks. What's that, Smitty? You're still my hero. Oh, I appreciate that, pal. How, uh, I was going to ask you, is the crew cracking answers? Are you guys going to come out this summer? What's the plan for you guys? We're, we're all you know fighting and what's it called? I know I'll be there. I, we'll do I'm, our gonna, best. I'm gonna come out there after Omaha again. I'm gonna do the there's the New Orleans is the ninth layer of hell during the summer. I'm gonna go to Omaha for college world series and come to Vegas after for sure. Gonna uh, yeah. I got baby number two coming in early June, so hopefully that's my first escape. There you go, buddy. Congrats. Yeah. And Thank I'm you. just saving every penny after this debacle of a Florida trip to try to grind out some $200 dailies out there while living at the Flamingo. So I know Jake will be here. You're going to play, right? I'll be out there. It just depends on when, but, um, over under two and a half events over. Wow. Cause I have to go out to, uh, LA mid June for a week. And I think I might, scoot on over to vegas for uh a few days and then come back around the main nice you don't want to stay out at the flamingo with me for all of june um no i don't ah. i got i got weddings to go to it's start a wedding season then i gotta <laughs> go all over the place for these fucking things brian how many are you gonna play <laughs> I don't know. Set the line at eight events. Oh, that's good. There I mean, that's, that's like yeah. my go-to every every summer. How did you do last year? Like, you make any runs? Well, you know, it's not about hmm. – it's more of the big picture. Uh, last summer, it's just a very small sample. So, not great. Yeah, yeah. How did you play? I think I played okay. Okay. You know, I could always play better, but I'm doing – I'm giving How do you all- think as, – as a – Poker pro and one of the best broadcasters in the game, uh, analysis wise. How do you think Nate did this weekend in Florida? I was watching a lot of the uh, your Instagram stories. I mean, it looked like you got your money and fine in a couple spots. Maybe not the ace queen versus aces scenario, it, and you were calling that, for queens. I'm so that was at- bullet one. That, that was the only hand that I. Well, it was twenty. It was max late reg twenty big blinds under the gun. So like big blind coming around, I, I don't know. It was ace. I, I raised, he shoved, I called. Like I don't know. It's twenty bigs, and he had aces. Like just bad luck. Yeah, you were in there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was it was the single most expensive probably weekend poker wise <laughs> of my life. Now, what was the occasion down in Florida? What were what was the what were the events, Nate? So it is a circuit stop uh, for WSOP circuit. And yeah. it's so in 2017 or 18, uh, the Eagles went to the Super Bowl and the entire Barstool Sports Company went to the Super Bowl. And 
I did not go to the Super Bowl. And it was me and Keith Markovich sitting in the Barcelona office, like just us two. Everybody else was at the Super Bowl. And I made a vow to myself that I will never be in New York by myself during Super Bowl week. So I've taken a trip during Super Bowl week uh, every year since then. And this is my second straight year coming down to Florida because their Pompano Beach ring event coincides with Super Bowl week. So I get to go to the beach. I get to play some poker. Uh, I'm still working, but, you know, it's just nice to get out of New York during the coldest week of the year. And I fired seven bullets at a $600 tournament and I cashed one bullet for $1,100. Stuck a little. Are you currently in Florida? I am. How so you're there all the way through the weekend? Uh, Saturday to Friday. And I, I budgeted $4,000 for the full week of tournaments, and I blew it all in the first tournament. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what, what, you know what you now, man? Are you just going to enjoy Is that an Airbnb you're at? I'm at an Airbnb. I worked this morning. I went to the beach this afternoon. I read some of M- Maria Konnikova's book. Uh, that I've been working on since 2020. I'm about halfway through. Going to try to finish. I, my New Year's resolution for the last 10 years has been read a book. I have not finished a book yet, but I think <laughs> I'm going to finish Maria's book uh, by WSOP. A new Year, New Me. Fitness, health, and reading. Finishing one book this year. So yeah, New Year, New Me. I love it. If Bitcoin goes up, buddy, that's all I need. I might be out of money cash wise, but if Bitcoin goes up, we're gold. Yeah, so nobody played the old Venom this weekend. Was that a or Jake? Are you still in? Yeah. Clicking buttons right now. Somebody, somebody played it twice, right? Somebody played it twice, Brent. I, I, uh, I became the two four king of six max cash on ACR, and I ran it up a little bit. So I played a two hundred and ninety dollar satellite to the Venom and won it, and then I busted. And then uh, since the Venom had like a million plus dollars in overlay, they were just running all sorts of last second turbo satellites. So I hopped, I max late uh, regged a 109 turbo satellite, like 400 players, 13 seats, locked up a seat again, <laughs> registered with 35 bigs, doubled up second hand, and then it played to level 28. I busted like level 25. Oh, wow. I, I, didn't know you were in there playing twice two bullets for you know four hundred dollars or whatever it's pretty, cool. pretty sweet uh tough tournament um very deep stacked it, it really opened my eyes to how hard the deep stack poker tournaments can be uh just a lot of spots where i mean one i like battling you know like i i i'm not gonna play like a knit i like battling maybe to a fault uh, i thought i played fine ish maybe later in the night i played a little meh but, uh, and maybe my bust out hand was a little spewy. We haven't even talked about it. We were going to talk about it when you went to pick up your kids. Um, but yeah, it was a good experience. Uh, Jake, I think you should play it. Like, I, I think you would thrive. But uh, yeah, two bullets in the venom. Good job. About that. If you don't mind, I mean, I've got a couple minutes. Nate, could you get into the bust out hand? I'd love to hear the breakdown. I think I played solid ish like i probably played a little spewy and splashy uh just because it's so deep stacked that i just like i like seeing flops i don't think i played excellent but i think i played like fine enough and i had i could have folded into the min cash but i don't play that way you play to win right so uh i had 40 bigs i don't know the exact amount early position opens middle position I mean, mid raises to two big blinds, middle position, three bets to six bigs. And I rip ace queens uh, from the big blind and uh, early position opener had aces. So you cold four. Okay. You cold four out of the big. Yeah. Perfectly bigs affected with ace queen suited. And, and, and uh, original opener, early position opener had aces. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's probably not like the best, but it's an aggressive tournament with a ton of opening and three bet, like three betting every hand. It's just a super aggressive tournament. There was 10 bigs in the middle. I had 40. I was like, I don't know. Seems as good as any spot to pick up chips. And out, you know, didn't didn't happen that way. You had no no intel on the uh, on the people involved, the the person in open early position. I don't have a HUD. 
yeah, I expected so much more. Oh, no, yeah, I, I've cleaned myself up yeah. since the 4-3 oh. of clubs debacle of oh yeah. one. Like, yeah, see, even, that's what I expected. I, when no, I don't do that anymore. Spot. Um, I don't do that anymore. I have I've cleaned up my game. Like I I understand it a little yeah. better. He, I really like he was sending me some hands and when he was playing and there was nothing egregious. Yeah, it seemed like you're doing all right. Yeah, like no, I I like looking back on it, I think I was playing a little too splashy, like 100 big blinds. This thing is so fucking deep. Like it yeah. was it was 85 bigs average stack at the end of day one. It's just, it plays so deep. And so I don't know, like I like getting involved and, you know, I was winning hand. It was swingy. I was playing swingy, like classic poker, uh, but I wasn't getting too out of line. Like I, I understand how to play um, mostly ish, but I, I will <laughs> say like deep stack tournament poker with crushers, like, they know what they're doing, man. They can put you in a pickle. Like they can just fucking ruin your life. Sounds like you you honestly played pretty damn good. I like your spot. I'll yeah. leave you with this because I do have to go get my kids. And uh did you see we'll go back to the main event. Did you see the promotion that they're running? Where if they set the record for the number of entrants, did not everyone that plays. They're going to pull a name out of, out of a hat and the winner gets a seat into the main event for the next 30 years. I saw that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. What? So if it's the largest main event ever and you happen to play in the largest main event ever this year, you could be drawn to win a seat to play the main for 30 years. I also thought it was interesting all the satellites they're running. They're running them all over the country yeah. at, at Caesars Properties. And uh, tons on GG. They're going to satellite more people in than ever. I mean, I, I thought that was pretty pretty cool. I'm with you. I, I think that this actually could be the largest one based on all the satellites. And, you know, the, the good people here at Cracking Aces, you guys are spreading the word out there. Yeah, you're, you're the most snubbed podcast in the history of the industry. You absolutely should be in the Final Four, up for best podcast of the year. I voted for you. I'm on that panel. Not even there. I, I don't understand it. Eh, it's a shame. We don't worry about awards. We we know that our listeners yeah. are awesome and, that, you know, we do a decent enough job. So that's all the awards we need. We don't need fake GPI awards. We, 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 don't, we don't need awards. We don't need credit from our own company. We don't, we don't need anything. We don't need anything. All we hmm. need is you, babe. So when is that going to happen where you're an official Barstool podcast? Uh, January of never, like yeah. ever in our lives. It's, it's fine just, though. It's, it's a labor of love, Brent. Brent, we get to talk to the best poker players and poker minds and you in the world. So it's just, it's a labor of love. We love it. Oh, we appreciate it. I appreciate it. And if you would like to send over one of those players who's playing in that big million dollar cash game, we would love to talk to them. Uh, you know, how about you want to talk to Eric Person, the guy who came up with this? Sure, I'll connect you with Eric. You can get Eric on your show, he'd love to do it, or Patrick, or any of them, really. Yeah, okay. I'm, uh, I'm going to text, Eric, you know what? I'm going to text Eric Person right now. I'm going to send a picture. Hold on, there you go. And I'm going to say, please join the Barstool podcast, Cracking Aces. Sorry, it's not Barstool affiliated. <laughs> no, it, it is because we do ad reads, but it's not because they tell us to a fuck. That's true. We live in that gray area. <laughs> okay, hold on. Want to join Barstool? His reply is going to be, is that Mincy? I don't think Eric knows who I am, but everybody knows the Mince man. When do you want Eric? Uh, next week. I don't know. Whenever, whenever he's free. When The game is the 17th. At 3.30 Pacific, free on public yeah. YouTube. So, yeah. yeah you come out. Why don't you guys, I mean, somebody, send a little, uh, some representation out here. Next week would be awesome. That's like three days before. Yeah. Well, anything, okay. we, anything we can do to help poker go, that's what we're here for. Here he comes. He's replying right now. Oh, Next week on Tuesday. What do you say? Okay, done. All right. You don't have to sit through. I'll send you the time, but Eric Person... We'll join your show. Beautiful. Brent, thank you, Brent. Brent, go get your kids. Tell them we say hi. Uh, and we cannot wait to watch your cash 
slash tournament hybrid in action. It, yeah, it, man. That's awesome. You're looking. I can't wait to see this. It's awesome. delight. Thanks for having me on. I truly, truly, I love all of you, Nate. I know you're a pain in the ass at times, but I do love you. And, uh, you know. You this... know who else was a pain in the ass? Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, <laughs> George Washington, Abraham. Name someone in history who created and was a genius. They were a pain in the ass also. If you're not a pain in the ass, you're doing it wrong. Fair. It's fair. All right. I mean, he's more entertaining than Phil Ivey. I am. <laughs> remember, hey, Brent, before you go, remember when Mincy sat at the feature table with Phil Ivey and played zero hands for three played hours? Three or four. Makes me want to murder him. I will never forgive you. Ever. In my, on my deathbed, I will say with my last gasping breath, remember when Mincy was on the feature table for three hours and didn't play a single hand. Played some hands. It's in catching cards. It's not about the cards. I mean, what are you going to do? Murder Ben Mintz. No, I hope not. Well, we'll get a shot at it again this summer, Mintz. You know, get that Ivy table draw. You'll be back. I, that's one, that is one in a million that that happened. That is. I, I, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So that was fun. Okay. All right, brother. I'm, uh, I'm out of here. Thank you guys for having Brad, me. Good to see you, man. Yeah. Yeah. See you, Brad. Can't wait to see you. Congrats see you, on getting that on the gambling feature. It's great. Appreciate it. What a delight. Just a magical man. Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because, as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. I um, forgot about I forgot about Mincy posing as uh, the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel on Mincy's couch during July 4th. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got blamed for the dog. I didn't think I did. I thought that was... <laughs> <laughs> dog's still alive thank god yeah the dog's chilling in the garage i didn't think i let the dog out that was news to me that part of the story was news to me i didn't think i let the dog out so real quick just my weekend uh as i said i budgeted four thousand dollars to play all the circuit ring events down here in pompano beach and uh i ended up firing seven bullets at the first event half because what would rampage do and half because it got like $700,000 in total prize pool for a $600 tournament. And the players were so bad that I was like, I, I have to build a stack because this is a winnable tournament. And me saying it's a winnable tournament, like I know my limitations. I was like, this is winnable. Um, but as if you saw the Instagram stories, I won't talk bad beats, but uh, first, first hand, first bullet, ace queen into aces, second bullet, tens into queens, third bullet, ace jack to queen 10 off where he said, I thought you were trying to steal it when I, it went like limp, limp. I shoved ace Jack fold. He called queen 10 off because he thought I was trying to steal it. So he called. Sounds like you, sounds like you were. Yeah, I guess he was right. And you know, queen 10 gets there. Um, for, I, I can't even remember all the bullets. I, I just, I ran as bad as possible. Uh, I cashed bullet six shout out to me. I have an $1,100 score on my hand to mob now because I cashed bullet six. And that's why well, I mean, that that is big. You got half back. And I didn't even realize you went pretty far in that. Yeah, it Jeez, went right. It went, I, dude, when I say I was card dead for every bullet, like I've never seen anything like it. I had absolutely no spots, nothing. I finally get ace jack in against ace nine in that bullet six. And we, and we chop like it was like one of those types of days where just nothing got going ever. Um, and I still, so I min cat or not, I little more than min cash bullet six where 12 players made 
day two, like 12, 5% of the field moved on to day two. So we played down to 12 players and I finished in 22nd at like midnight. Um, just, just brutal all around. And then I, I went back the next day to fire one more bullet, uh, number seven, lost eight to ace queen for bullet seven. And that was all she wrote. Uh, so wait, you said you had, you brought budgeted $4,000 for, for this trip. Yes. You fired 4,200 buy-ins, 11 or $1,200 in cash. Sounds like you have a couple more in the chamber. Uh, I played two bullets of the $400 4 p.m. event after I busted uh, the seventh bullet. There so it goes. That's the money. There it goes. I saw Snoozies. Oh, is he playing? Yep. He's in the mix. Nice. I have actually. Hey, I got to ask you did you say you got the cat, you and Kessler are on the same table? Oh, yeah. I played with Chainsaw. Uh, so he knew, ex- he knew exactly who I was. And I, you know, I, he's not a joking guy. Uh, I was in a pretty good mood. This was Bullet Six. I played with him. And I, I mean, I, I was very, I killed him with kindness. Um, he lightened up a little bit. I mean, still Alan Kessler is Alan Kessler. He's one of a kind. He cracks me up, but uh, you know, he one hand, he thought he busted and he took out his phone to take the picture and it ended up that he chopped the pot and he didn't realize it. So that was kind of funny. And he kind of lightened up a little bit there. Um, you know, he's still curmudgeon and I, I, I didn't, you know, didn't bring up the past. I was like, Alan, if you want to slower roll me, I would love that. And he goes, I'm not going to do that. I was like, all right, but I still might slower roll you. Um, just, you know, banter. He, he didn't love it, but he didn't hate it. Um, oh, God. If you slow rolled Alan Kessler, oh, my God. Oh. I, I mean, it, you would have had to. I would have had to. Like, that's the thing. Like, you can't call a guy a cunt uh, for needling. So the if people don't know the story, him and Owen played at the same table during the main last year. And Owen, you know, misplayed a hand or whatever to, and and he blames Owen for him busting the main, and he, you know, belittled him and he needled him and talked shit to him, and then he categorically denies it, even though it's like on you know record. And then I was like, I called him a cunt, and so I, you know, you can't call a guy a cunt for for making fun of Owen and then not slow roll him if you have the opportunity. That's just scout's honor that's just code that i live by but i have no problem with alan kessler he's hysterical on twitter though he just all he does is complain about every little thing and even when, on, i'm facebook friends with them and it's just unbelievable dude it, it is the so facebook the, all he does is post pictures of his bust hands and like the way and, and i like kessler we've gotten along for years but the way he like like explains stuff he'll be like i got in a ace king to nines and it came king high and i lost like how unlucky am i like the money went in 50 50 dude yeah but like that he'll just like twist everything like it's like he does brain surgery on everything (laughs) to make it look unlucky you know what i'm saying Vince, he posted a a hand history on twitter and you would think he's in on it but he's just not and uh, he goes like guy shoved four big blinds into me. I called with ACE 10 and he got there and he po- took the picture, posted it. Like how bad he runs. And people are like, dude, you've been playing poker for 30 years. Why are you posting <laughs> four big blind, like, th- you know, 60 forties. Like it, it, he's just hysterical. He, 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 he's one of a kind. I am so in on him. Like how funny he is. The, gla- the glass is not definitely not always half full, but it's funny though, man. He twists every, you know, it's all like how you, he can manipulate everything into being a negative, even if it's a positive, it's a gift. He's great. Him and Frank, the tank would be best friends. Oh man. That that's actually kind of true. That's it, actually sad. Yeah. Like just find something. You know, what would be the best content ever is if Kessler would teach Frank how to maneuver the slot game to have the free rooms around the country. Because Kessler, like, knows everything about, like, maximizing comps and, like, what's yeah. If Kessler taught Frank the ways, that would be the funniest stuff of all time. Best Kessler uh, thing ever on Twitter was he was drinking out of a Chick-fil-A cup, and it was on a Sunday, and Chick-fil-A is not <laughs> open on Sundays. <laughs> Just kept the cup. <laughs> so how old that's was actually, he up? that's very funny who knows man who knows? Yeah. 
he's he's just he's a gem i i don't i no longer dislike him at all he is just we need to get him on here then i i tried and he said he doesn't do zoom i don't know i like oh, guess we don't do zoom yeah he doesn't do zoom <laughs> what a great what a great excuse that's a new one i've never heard someone say you know i I just don't do zoom like yeah. okay yeah and oh i also asked him because at the same time as the 600 dollars event we were playing there was a 2k uh wpt main event in jacksonville like an hour or two away and i was like why didn't you go play the 2k jacksonville and then if you busted come play this and he's like they don't have slots there it's like you don't go he doesn't go to casinos that don't have slots like the man has a code so yeah, I mean, but I mean, he he gets all the free rooms. All yeah, the so that's why he doesn't go because he can't get a free room out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not no, can't yeah. be the right. <laughs> well, any any, and then uh, so after that forty six hundred dollars or whatever it was, I played Venom twice, busted that twice. Uh, let us pray that you know I get old Aunt Bertha in Switzerland dies and leaves me an inheritance because your boy is. Uh, looking at his bank account and looking at Vegas and he did not expect this weekend to go so bad, but Hey, let's go Bitcoin. I got to ask Nate, like I know that that tournament and look, maybe my logic is bad here. That's the softest tournament with the re-entry. So I see why you kept rebuying. Cause you're like, it's the biggest prize pool. It's the softest. But like, I guess I have like some more knit in me, but I would be like, Hey, I have 4K to last this week. I'll do two bullets in this so I can play this other stuff and be entertained all week. Okay, so I, not I, how your I, brain works. I don't know the math, but I assume it's better to fire bullets at a six at a six hundred dollar event that's gonna have you know seven to eight hundred thousand dollars in prize pool than be like, well, I wanna last the week because why play a four hundred dollar tournament that has a hundred K guaranteed when you can play a six hundred that has seven hundred thousand dollars? See, and here's and here's my thing with this, and this is where we fundamentally disagree. If you were going, if I was going for a week in 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 Florida just to play cards and stuff, which is like impossible, but if I were to do it, I would not risk late regging the way you did, and 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 in hopes for variance to just you know. I text not, get, lo- not, 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 not get lucky, not get lucky, but like kind of get it's the same, lucky. It's the same thing. It's like the especially same if thing. it's a, especially if it's a weak tournament. Okay? Like, why not get there level one and just try to grind up? If he's gonna late reg, if he's gonna late register for most of the tournaments that he's playing, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which tournament he he plays. It obviously sucks to bust seven times in the first tournament, but if he's late registering every tournament throughout the week, then it doesn't matter. Or if he's playing, if he's playing from you know two hours in the first tournament, and then he's late regging five hours in on the first tournament, and then he goes and he plays another six hundred dollar tournament and does the same thing, it's 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 all the same. It's all just different bullets in the into one tournament you know yeah yeah i don't know maybe, maybe i'm just maybe i'm just in a different mindset of, of maybe not, not i mean i'm just money, in the mindset like, like there, you're there for a week i just want to be able to yeah. play every day you know yeah so there is That's a my little, thought Mincy, there is a little bit of that um like not regret but like i brought that amount of money but i also want to maximize that amount of money and i decided to maximize it i had to play this $600 massive. And it was kind of the main event tournament for you because it was the biggest one. I get, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, it was a big I tournament. It sounds, like, it sounds like it was it was, it was was pretty smart to to be firing into it. I mean, it, it, like, it was. And, and I couldn't be a nit about it because of how good of a tournament it was. And, like, if I just hold on any of these, like, besides, like, the tens and the queens, like, whatever, that happens. But, like, if I just hold in normal spots, it, like, I don't – fire seven bullets and it's just variance wasn't on my side. And that's part of tournament poker. And that's why I kept firing. It's like, if variance just falls on my side and queen 10 doesn't get there, I don't fire four more bullets. Like I have 45 bigs and life is good. It's just, that's the way the cookie crumbled. I, my, I couldn't pull out the inner rampage in me. I, I did with spending the money. I didn't get it by running good, but 
it'll all balance out. Maybe I'm just saving that run good for uh, Vegas in the summer. Who knows? I, I will say in your defense, like my logic on the nittier side, like, yeah, maybe I'm playing all those tournaments, but the midweek 400s that have 200, 300 people aren't near. You're, you're right that they're not near as good a value. Like the prize pools aren't as big. And then a lot of times all the fish play on the weekends that, you know, during the midweek stuff's a little tougher. It, it is what it is. It, this The trip didn't work out in my favor, but – at least you know, you're on the beach. I'm on the beach. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. I, the beach is still here. Uh, it's nice to be in Florida. I, I Instead of eating out every meal, I order groceries. Like, you know. You're doing good oh, on the health, the health grind's going good. You're doing well. Health grind's going great, even on vacation. Just That's great. chicken, tuna, avocado, eggs. Smitty, Water. Super Bowl week. How you feeling? Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. I, I feel great. I think I'm going to lay the single biggest uh, wager responsibly on the Eagles that I've ever had in my life. I think Eagles money win. line? Yeah, I, I think what's, they're going to win. What's the line right now? Eagles minus one, one and, and a half. half. Wait, wait, say that again? One and a half. Eagles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the more talented team. They just yeah, well, and then I mean, the Eagles won their two playoff games, sixty-nine to fourteen. Dude, I know Mahomes though. The Mahomes factor. Mahomes wants to throw for four hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns, which like he's gonna have to do. He's gonna put everybody on his nuts and win, which he is capable of doing. Good for him. Good. They deserve to win. Yeah, I he doesn't do that or throws you know two interceptions on top of that. Like I, I just think the Eagles are a better team. That's what it comes down to. Smitty, I, I did a – I talked about it yesterday. I think A.J. Brown's going off. I do, too. He's uh, – t- there's a bet on the Barstool Sportsbook. They have – so they have, like, the adjusted yardage totals where you can bet, like, he, over 99 and a half plus 250. I mean, I think A.J. is going over 100 in the Super Bowl. Y'all are going to push the ball down the field. KC's pass defense is, like, 31st in the NFL. I mean, he only didn't have that many yards in the first two playoff games because y'all had massive leads and just ran the clock out, you know. Yeah, we're going to have a big uh, 1776 bet with, with A.J. Brown involved. But a couple props, boys, if you want to take a look at. Uh, Central Day that I love. Uh, over five and a half sacks for the game, both teams. Hmm. Like, Eagles have the third most sacks in NFL history behind, like, the 84 and 85 Bears. Like, they might get that number on their own. And over two and a half sacks just for the Eagles, is uh, minus 125. Brandon Graham to lead the game in sacks. He has over 10 sacks this year. He's one of four Eagles to have over 10 sacks. Uh, he's minus 1,100 to lead the, the teams in sacks. I mean, he can get one and a half. And he's get he's minus, plus 1,100. Plus 1,100. Plus 1,100. Okay. Hassan Reddick's the leader, plus 300. Uh, uh, Jones is like plus 500, both good bets, but like the value for fucking Brandon Graham at plus 1100. Yeah, I feel like Jones after that huge game in the AFC title game may not actually be that good of value because he's probably yeah. and, and and the bet of the day, this might be only available in Pennsylvania, but plus 250 for uh, over one and a half challenges by both coaches. Like, I had to look at that. 10 times to make Wouldn't sure you just correct. use your challenge in the Super Bowl because you have it. I mean, over it's that's absurd. And, and and the way Andy Reid mishandles challenges, like he might waste both challenges on the first drive. Wait, that's crazy. That's crazy. The only explanation is maybe they'll dial back challenges because there'll be more like official reviews and we'll yeah. actually try to get shit right. But yeah. even so, two challenges, like, you're just going to waste them and yeah. not use them? Just, like, throw them out there? Plus 250? Like, that should be kind of, like, even money in my mind. Plus 250? That's insane. I love it. Maybe I had another one I got to ask you about, too, because the Eagles – so I saw the Eagles to go for two was – to get a two-point conversion was plus 400. Y'all go for two all the time. No. No, they don't. 
Okay, that's they like they Doug line Peterson. up to go for two. Doug Peterson to used two, to. Like, what it was, Doug guess. Peterson used to. Chip Kelly used to. The the Eagles don't really. I mean, it's obviously in their situation. Okay, you know, no, I'm glad I'm glad I brought this up then because I'm stereotyping from the past, so I'm wrong. Yeah, Jake, any any parting words? Nope. All right, that's the podcast. Episode one seventy seven, maybe I don't know. Um, Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Mitty. Thanks, Mints. See you, boys. Fly Eagles, fly. Hockey is on. And no matter the city, no matter the team, no matter the game, whether it's face-off or penalty shots, regular season or playoffs, win or lose, no matter what happens, no matter where it happens, New Amsterdam Vodka is there.